The Productive Woman, Episode 51. Hello and welcome to this episode of The Productive Woman. My name is Laura McClellan and this is a podcast dedicated to productivity for busy women. My goal is to help you find the tools and encouragement you need to manage your time, life, stress, and stuff so you can accomplish the things you care about most and make a life that matters. Thank you so much for joining me. In this episode, I'm really excited to share with you my conversation with businesswoman, wife, and mom, Isabella Russell from the UK. Isabella shared her thoughts on managing a busy life that includes both a very productive, very successful, and very busy business, and also two small children at home. You will find information about Isabella, including her bio and links to some tools and resources she recommends, as well as the various ways you can connect with her online, all in the show notes for this episode at theproductivewoman.com slash 51. And now let's get right into my conversation with Isabella Russell. I am so pleased to introduce Isabella Russell to the Productive Woman listeners. Isabella is a businesswoman and a wife and a mom. She lives in the UK with her her husband, Mike, and together they own and operate a company called Music Radio Creative, uh, and I'm sure she'll tell us a little bit about that in a few minutes. Isabella is also the founder of New Media Europe, which is a conference aimed at helping podcasters and other creatives and content creators develop their skills and grow their businesses. She is uh, very busy making a real difference in her corner of the world. So I'm really looking forward to learning from her journey toward making a life that matters. So welcome, Isabella. Thank you so much for having me uh, on the show, Laura. I've been really looking forward to this. I first heard about you and your husband from Cliff Ravenscraft, who sort of taught me about being a podcaster. Since then, your name and your company's name and services pop up in lots of different places. So I want to talk about what you're doing in the business world. But first, can we talk a little bit about how you manage your own busy life? Oh, well, I don't think you can ever get that uh, mixture right. (laughs) (laughs) Things are are always uh, up in the air. Um, It's difficult. It really is difficult, especially that uh, we've uh, recently welcomed uh, a new addition to our family. Our little uh, baby boy was born five months ago. Uh So that kind of totally changed the dynamics uh, in our world. And we kind of had to readjust everything uh, all over again. Um, But I would say you you kind (laughs) of, to me, it almost feels like you, you never have a, you know, that, that comfortable level of peace. There is never, it, it does not exist. Yeah. You just get used to having everything up in the air, having lots of different fires coming from different sides and just sort of dealing with them as they come along. <laughs> well, and you know, maybe that is kind of the, if there's such a thing as a secret to managing life, it's just being in the moment and yeah. dealing with what's there in that moment. You know? I absolutely think so. I think that, you know, it's, you can't you can prepare for a lot of things but you can't prepare for everything and i think if you come with that attitude i think it will be much easier for you to manage any emergencies that come across to you yeah no doubt well just to sort of give the listeners some context for some of the other stuff that we'll talk about uh you've got at least two businesses going on that i know about and two small children can you give us just a little hint of kind of what if there is such a thing what a typical day might be like for you 
Oh wow! <laughs> Typical day. Um, I'm I'm a big fan of uh, I call them great starts. So uh, to me, the day well, the day usually starts around seven. Although I am working, um, I'm hoping to start getting into more of a five a.m. wake up call, which which I do like the idea of the you know the the whole miracle morning idea. Um, so I would like to get to that. I was waiting um, a little bit to, uh, with that to. Um, stop the breastfeeding because obviously it sort of makes it a little bit difficult to to do a morning jog or anything like that <laughs> any mums will will uh, relate to that um but i do like to jog in the morning so we have a treadmill at home and the very first thing uh once the kids are sorted out would be my jog and then i i do go to town with our breakfast so breakfast to me is the most important event in a day um, so our breakfasts are, there always has to be something interesting on a plate. It's, it's never pretty, it's pretty much never the same. Um, in fact, if, if you wanted to have a look in my Instagram, uh, account, I do post quite often pictures of our morning breakfasts. Uh, so that's, that's the part I go to town with because I think that if you start your day in the right way, the rest will drop into place just as you hope it will. Uh, and so, so that's the, the absolute non-negotiable to me, even to the extent that when my husband had to make breakfast the other day, uh, I can't remember why that was. I, I think I might have had a very early call. And um, he made porridge, which he absolutely uh, just ruined. <laughs> it was ruined. <laughs> Honestly, I, I was just so upset about this because I was thinking, I cannot have ruined porridge for my breakfast. This is going to ruin my day. <laughs> So, um, but we, we got there eventually. We repaired the porridge. <laughs> but um, after breakfast, uh, well, obviously kids are a big priority. Um, so our daughter goes to Childminder. So I would I would take her to, to the Childminder. And kind of when I get back, um, my husband and I, because we work together, we would have our morning agenda meeting again, which I think is so, so important. Um, because when you work online, it's very easy to fall into the kind of... Um, attitude of, of not talking to each other which is very strange but um we've done it before and i know it has no positive effects on uh, either your personal life or, or or business life so those morning agenda meetings are quite important and they keep us accountable um to, to what we need to do in a day and then um after we plan the day so we every day is different because um well there, there are different things we have planned between each other so I may have some calls with, with people who work with us um, I may have some client calls and things like that so we, we kind of build the whole day every day um, but um, yeah so, so from the productivity point of view there is a lot that happens and every day is pretty much different which is good um, and then days finish with, with uh, our daughter being back home and uh, we just enjoy being mum and dad. Well, we try to anyway uh, on most of the days when there are no big emergencies uh, to attend to. But, uh, you know, it's just, it's just life. But we try to uh, enjoy the evenings as much as we can with our family. I think it's a nice thing that uh, you and your husband get to work together. A lot of couples don't have that option, but it's a but it can be a challenge too. I think you know when you spend so much time together, and when you have to sort of sort out the marriage versus the oh, yeah. the partnership, the business partnership. And, and oh yes, and actually, I, I would say. I think that we are very fortunate that we can work together, but not from the aspect of we are, um, you know, it, it's just so happens that we run business together, but actually 
we can because we get along with each other on mm-hmm. a business level and not many people do um it's you know you can have the the best marriage in the world but you you know it could be that you simply cannot work with your husband quite often you know there are personality clashes if there are two people who like to manage mm. that's when things can go wrong and we are fortunate enough that we we kind of both fill in the gaps for each other so um there are things that i enjoy doing that mike simply wouldn't touch and the other way around so we kind of over the last few years we've worked out what are our responsibilities and we respect that we stay away from the areas where where we know you know or perhaps you know i'm not going to overstep mike's um uh, sort of knowledge on that part and and he's not going to do the same on me so we respect our responsibilities and we we've learned to work together uh, rather than just against each other yeah Great. It sounds like a, a great partnership. And I know you guys have accomplished a lot of things. Your company, just so the listener knows, um, Music Radio Creative. Tell us briefly what it is the company does, what you do. So we, we work with um, actually a huge group of, of customers on the audio branding. That's in a nutshell what we do. So we work with podcasters, we work with radio stations, with DJs, with businesses, and we create audio. So anywhere... Where, where audio could be needed. So say for a podcast, it could be a podcast intro. Uh, for a business customer, it could be a TV commercial or a radio commercial. Um, it could be also an audiobook. It could be audio for an explainer video or for a YouTube video. Uh, so there's a lot of different elements that we can create with audio. But that's, in a nutshell, this is what we do. Uh, we try to bring the talent from pretty much anywhere in the world closer to our customers. So we, we now work with over 100 different voice artists. Every single one I handpicked. <laughs> mm. Every single every single person who joins um, joins us as mu- at Music Radio Creative has to go through me. <laughs> and we, we have a team of producers, again, spread uh, across the world. We've got singers and uh, we coordinate the work to, to essentially create an outstanding audio, audio for our customers. Yeah, and I've I've heard some of your work, you guys. I mean, you're well known, certainly in the podcasting industry, as the place to go for that sort of thing. Oh, and so you. <laughs> you guys do some great work. So you've got a lot of stuff going on because you do that, which I'm sure keeps you busy. And you also have this conference that you put on. What are your and again, you've got two very small children and a husband. Yeah. Um, what are your biggest challenges when it comes to managing your life for you know and what I mean is for some some of us it's managing our time kind of juggling the different commitments for some of us it's uh, managing our stuff and keeping things organized what would you say are the challenges that you um so I would say that um those challenges change as we as we go through time. So at the moment, at this very moment, for me, the challenge is to actually uh, squeeze everything I have to do into the day. So um, it's it's less about the managing time because I think that we can manage our time quite well. But because we we do a lot at the moment, and obviously the conference is is happening fairly soon, which which means we have a lot of work still to do. And I, I don't know, this year just has been crazy. And it, it just seems that constantly something comes up. Uh, you know, there, there are um, uh, things, you know, we need to find people for because, uh, you know, things get broken or, or need to need to be created in the first place. And it just seems that things never stop. So what I find really hard at the moment is actually kind of 
finishing the day and feeling that, oh, I've actually done something to take the, you know, whatever we do to the next level. And instead, it's more like, oh, I've just put down so many different fires that keep going on. So it's it's just trying to really go from one day to another w- without feeling that, oh, you know, I, I haven't really done that much or perhaps as much as I would like to do. Um, and I, I think that it's important to say that I do have very high expectations of myself, which doesn't help, but it, it helps in the grand scheme of things of actually moving things forward. But it's just recently it, it was feeling to me that, oh, there's just so much coming on. But I would say that probably a lot of people will find themselves in a situation like this. And my way of coping is just knowing that it's just a phase of life. We just need to go through that. And and having a very supportive husband who actually understands that, hugely important. And actually not being able to, not, not being afraid to ask for help. So I, I'm very fortunate to have a team of assistants who I know and, and trust. And I know that I can just put the work to them. So yeah, just, just having that helps enormously. Yeah. I mean, it, it really does make a difference to have, not only have the, the helpers to go to, whether it's a spouse or assistance or whatever, but to be willing and able to ask for the help. And I yes. think a lot of women struggle with that because a lot of us have a multitude of demands or commitments that we've taken on. And I, it seems like a lot of women just somewhere inside feel like, I just need to manage all this. I just need to do it myself. Either if I, you know, the only way to get it done right is to do it myself. Or if I ask for help, um, then I'm not doing my job or something. I mean, these stories we tell ourselves. Oh, I know. And, you know, it's it's just so important that you, you actually pause for a second and think, well, hang on, this is, I do so much already. Mm-hmm. You know, A, I deserve a break. <laughs> B, I can't be so hard on myself. So my little treats, um, and I think it's important to actually have little treats. I think this just makes such an amazing difference to your day or week. I actually start looking at, time in weeks now and months it's not days anymore <laughs> but it's just having little treats so so for me um i go to i, I have a wonderful uh, lady who does acupuncture so i go every two weeks i have an acupuncture treatment which i love and it just relaxes me so so nicely so those are my little things to look forward to i will book myself for for a nice back massage and you know just things like that even if it's just you know once every two weeks it's just sort of a nice reminder to actually stop for a second and enjoy yourself. <laughs> yeah, and I would think it could be really difficult to let yourself do that in the season that you're in with that conference coming up. I mean, as you said, it's a phase of life. There are stages in our life where we just know it's going to be crazy for a while. And this would be one of those for you with your children and, and your regular business, but also with the conference approaching. Anytime there's, you know, you're planning an event of that magnitude, there's so oh, many yes. different little things. So it would be easy to say, oh, I don't have time for a massage or whatever. But yeah. you, you, you almost don't have time not to. Uh, absolutely, because if if you do run yourself to the ground, so to speak, uh, you won't be able to cope. So you have to you have to try and maintain a good balance between work and everything else. Even though, <laughs> to me, work life balance does not exist. And I say that because actually, our work is our life. Yeah, you know, and I'm very fortunate to do what I love to do. So I do, I do not see my work as work. To me, this is life. This is what I want to be doing. Uh, you know, I know, you know, many people 
are very devoted to to saying, oh, you know, I'm just going to take a break and, you know, focus on raising our children and, about, you know, and all of, all of the other things. I love my children. I want the very best for my children. But at the same time, I know that in order for them to have the best, they need to have a happy mom. And a happy mom means actually accomplishing things. And I do, you know, I'm very much a career-driven person and I do want to accomplish a lot in my life so that when I look back, when, when I'm, I don't know, 70, 80, when I look back, I can say, well, actually, I've done a lot of things. I've, I've made a positive difference in, in many people's lives. And in order to do that, I, I really want to do a lot in my work. And I say, quotes, work, because it is my life. But you have to recognize that there are two elements to, to your life. There is that element of accomplishing things. And there is that element of, of looking after yourself. Uh, because if you don't look after yourself, your mind eventually will also give in. Um, so you won't be perhaps as productive and effective and as clear thinking as you would otherwise be. So I just recognize that this is a crucial part in being successful is to look after yourself. Um, because if you don't look after yourself, you can't look after other people and you certainly can't look after your affairs. Yeah, I mean, that is such a great perspective and something we all need to hear. I mean, frankly, something I need to hear again, because for <laughs> me, one of the thing I was just thinking about that this this morning, one of the first things that goes when I've got lots of things coming at me is working out. And I used to do it very regularly. I used to, you know, go twice a week to the gym and work out with a trainer and then jog or do other things in between. And I've sort of let that slip because so much going on and then you're up late working and then you're too tired in the morning to work out. And thinking about what that does to my mental, you know, my perception of myself even, you know, because I'm a, I'm a woman of a certain age. And uh, <laughs> when, you, you know, if I don't work out, it, you know, all I have to do is think about food and I gain three pounds. And so, you know, <laughs> so it, it, it's really good, uh, a good reminder, Isabella, that we do have to take care of ourselves and that those sorts of things, whether it's the massage or the workout or, you know, getting the hair done or whatever it is that um, feeds us as women and yeah. cares for both the body and mind, those are not luxuries. Those are, yeah. those are necessities. They really are. And I, I would add to that. And actually, you know, it, I went through, through that. It's more of a mind struggle really than anything else. But I went through that where you, you kind of battle yourself and you wake up in the morning and you think, oh, you know, I really should uh, work out, you know, be jog or... Um, you know, go to the gym or whatever else. And then the other side of thing, you know, head says, oh, but, you know, you feel so tired. You've got so much to do. You really can't get on with that, you know, and, and all sorts of other things sort of in your head. But actually, you kind of have to start thinking that by having that workout, your mind is going to, to work so much better and so much clearer. And you have to be focused on how great you feel once you finish working out. So to me, that pushes me from my jog is, well, at the end of it, you are going to sit there and actually be really, really pleased with yourself. And the whole day is going to feel so much better if you are going to do that. So it's just sort of pushing through it and realizing that you do it for yourself. The other thing that I've recently done, I say recently, but actually it's, we, we've been doing that now for pretty much since, since, the, since January, so pretty much the last half of the year. We actually changed our diets. We, we switched to a plant-based diet. It's just whole foods, plants. 
I guess for all intentions and, and purposes, you could call it vegan food because that's pretty much what it is. We, we don't eat um, eggs, dairy products or anything like that. And it just made enormous difference just to everything. It, it just seemed to kind of really work well with the whole idea of looking after yourself and, uh, and feeling great. So it just helped. <laughs> I've heard other people talk about that recently, you know, whether it's the vegan, a vegan diet or, or similar kinds of things. Are there any, say, books or anything that you've read on that topic that kind of has formed your thinking or that you would recommend? Um, do you know, um, I, I haven't personally read the books about that, but my husband got into that quite deeply. And I was kind of reading the book with him, you know, how, how someone reads the book and kind of tells you all about, you know, each chapter. Oh, I've just read this. So I didn't have to read the book at the end of it. I wanted to. <laughs> But I just feel like I already have. Um, so Mike read um, a couple of books. The first one was the China study, uh, which is um, the whole study done on um, – it, it's sort of the, the pro-vegetarian um, kind of diet. But he also read the book about paleo diet and um, how you could you know, just do a lot of meat. So after reading both books, he found that – there are, you know, the scientists who agree on, on two, they agree on one thing. First of all, you should definitely ditch dairy products, anything dairy. So both sides of the argument feel like this is just something you should not get into at all, which was quite interesting. And it's kind of like goes against many things that we are being told. But then they also went into quite an interesting thing that said that actually a dairy industry had the most exp expensive advertising campaign in the history of the world, pretty much. And actually that advertising campaign has still an effect today, even though it happened some good 30 years ago now, um, where we all feel like we have to drink milk to get our calcium. And this is nothing, nothing else. It's just the effect of a huge advertising campaign uh, that has been done some 30 years ago, which is which is quite interesting. And both scientists agree on that. Um, so I would say definitely look into those two books. Uh, but for me, the, the huge inspiration to actually move into that sort of diet was reading for a blog called Deliciously Ella. Uh, it's amazing resource. She's she's um she's just a normal normal lady, um, and she she was diagnosed with a very rare disease. Um, so she she went through quite a lot of um doctors that didn't really help a lot of medicines that were making her feel much worse rather than better and she just decided to just ditch anything that's pre-produced or processed and she just went natural food so literally just fruits vegetables grains um, and, and things like that so she kind of was blogging about that and she was <laughs> devising all of the sorts of different nice recipes. So I was kind of going along with her recipes and I still do. And I love that because her, the food is just delicious. I never thought you can make so many amazing things without refined sugars, without uh, the use of just a normal white flour and, and things like that. So uh, that was a huge inspiration for me. And, and that's where I go back into uh, pretty much every week when I plan our meals for, for the week. And it just makes makes us feel good. Um, it, it helped me to, to lose quite a lot of weight. Mike has lost quite a lot of weight too. 
Um, and we, we kind of both feel very happy with that. Well, that's yeah. something definitely worth looking into. And I'll, um, I'll put links in the show notes so listeners can look at that as well. Do you have any other, I always like to ask guests if, if you have any particular tools that you, or resources that you recommend for managing your time and all of that with all the stuff that you're, how do you keep track of a schedule like you have and, uh, th- that sort of thing. Uh, do you know the 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 only thing that I really would say really keeps me sane is my calendar. I just I, we just use Google Calendar for for everything. Uh, if, you know, if it's not in the calendar, it's just not happening. <laughs> uh, so the calendar, it's a, it's a very simple tool. It's nothing fancy. I don't necessarily believe in, in having uh, 20,000 different tools. Quite often the tools can really create more hassle than they should help. So calendar is a simple tool for me. Uh, and the other thing I would say is it's having both digital and um, physical calendar. So I like to have things where I can write things down. So every day we just sit down, when we sit down for our agenda meeting, we will write down things we want to accomplish in a day. I think it makes a huge difference in actually getting things done. So huge fan of pen and paper for sure. Yeah, and, and just scheduling things in your in your calendar, having maybe, uh, you know, designated days for when you do things or when you don't do things. So the, the huge thing for us is weekend. It doesn't matter what it is. It doesn't matter who it is. Weekend is our family time. And it just does not get crossed at all. So, uh, you know, it's it's so important to have that time. And, and I think that just respecting your time in general is going to help a lot. Yeah, I, I agree 100%. It's, uh, it's real easy to let um, other people's requests for your time sort of oh, yeah. infringe on everything else. I know we're running short on time. I always like to ask uh, every guest one particular question, and I usually know what the answer to the first part is, um, but I'm always interested to hear. And and that's this. Do you ever have a day when it just all gets away from you or you get totally stressed out and overwhelmed? And if you do, what do you do to get back on track? Oh yeah, we all have those days. <laughs> I th- I think I think that you know, if, if someone said no, I I have always perfect days. That's just such a big lie. We all have uh, have days where we just want to, it just all goes wrong, and you just want everything to disappear. Do you know? To to me, the best thing to do in those situations is is just simply step step back, and perhaps go for a long walk. I mean, this always seem, you know, seems to work. It just brings things back into perspective. Just have a long walk. I mean, there's nothing better than the fresh air. It doesn't matter what the weather is. Uh, just get out there. You know, just, just having that sort of clearing the air around you, I think is, is so important because you, you just kind of, in situations like that, you, you have to bring your energy into, into a good level. You have to get rid of all of the negative energy you've got. And, and that's the only way you can move on. So for me, uh, the only thing that that helps with that is just having a long walk, just just leaving the house, just changing the scenery works a miracle. Yeah, I agree that uh, it makes such a huge difference. Well, I know you've got a big conference. When when is new? It's New Media Europe, right? Is what it's called. Yes, it is. It's twelfth uh, and thirteenth of September, so it's a two day conference. And it is in Manchester, UK, so 12th to 13th September this year. Where can people connect with you online? So there are two best places for it, really, depending on what what is your uh, choice of uh, connection. Uh, Twitter, uh, definitely Twitter. I, I love using Twitter. If you would like to say hi, if, you, if you've listened to, to this episode and just want to say hi, 
Uh, it's at Isabella Russell. It's I Z A B E L A Russell with two S's and two L's. Um, or at, alternatively, if, if you would like to have a little sneak peek into uh, my life, um, Instagram is the place where I where I just love sharing, you know, just, just little things uh, from everyday life. This is the place where I feel like I can be just me. Uh, it's, uh, it's, it's definitely, you know, because it, on Twitter, you, you know, you, you, you use Twitter for um, promoting things as well and, you know, just, just other things, sharing things that are of interest. But Instagram kind of gives you the opportunity to just be you. Uh, so this is, this is where I am just me. So again, it's just as at Isabella Russell. It's exactly the same as my Twitter handle. So you can connect with me there. Okay, great. And I'll put links in the show notes. Any last words for the listener who might be looking for help in getting things done and making a life that matters? Um, I would say, you know, do, just just do what you feel is right and don't feel like you are being judged because I think that that often is something that people are, you know, that a huge barrier to to doing anything is just oh you know what what is everyone else going to think about this just just do what you feel is is the right thing to do because that is probably the right thing to do and don't worry about what other people think that's that is awesome great advice thank you so much isabella thank you so much for having me on the show i'm really grateful to isabella for taking time out of a very busy schedule to chat with me and share her thoughts on how we can live life well while running a business caring for young children and still taking care of ourselves so i really appreciate that what do you think do you have any questions for isabella any thoughts on something she said that particularly resonated with you i'd love to hear from you and i know she would as well so please feel free to ask your questions or share your thoughts there are a couple ways you can do that. You can, of course, go to the show notes for this episode at theproductivewoman.com slash 51. Scroll down to the comments section and leave your question or comments there. You can also look for the Productive Woman's Facebook page and share a post there as well. I do watch that and I will respond. If you want to comment privately or ask a question privately, you can email your questions, your comments, or your suggestions to me at feedback at theproductivewoman.com or leave a voice message by going to theproductivewoman.com and clicking on the voice message button there. If you enjoy the podcast, if you find something helpful in it and you think other people would enjoy it as well, I, as always, would very much appreciate it if you'd consider rating and reviewing The Productive Woman in iTunes or Stitcher. It does a couple of things because of the way iTunes does things. The more reviews, the more ratings that a show gets, the more it sort of bumps it up in the list, makes it visible to more people, more women can find it and become part of it. But more than that, your comments, your reviews are really helpful to me to know whether I'm on the right track with the show uh, and giving you what you need. So there are links to subscribe to the show or to rate and review right in the show notes at theproductivewoman.com slash 51. And again, I really appreciate when you do that. That is it for this episode. I'm going to wrap it up here. Thank you so much for spending this time with me and with Isabella. I hope you found something in it that's helpful to you. I hope to hear from you soon. And I look forward to talking with you again soon as well. So until next time, remember, extend grace to each other and to yourself and go make your life matter. The Productive Woman is a proud member of the Noodle Mix Network. 
Find more of our award-winning and award-nominated podcasts to make you think, laugh, and succeed at noodle.mx.